Today we're going to be in Matthew chapter 27, verses 32 through 66. Guys, we've, we've reached this day. This day, as we study today, we're going to see that Jesus is crucified. And so we're going to read through this passage together and learn more about the day that Jesus died. Now, before we do that, before we start, I want us to think for a minute about why Jesus had to die. I think that part is sometimes kind of confusing for us. Why did this have to happen? Why did Jesus need to die? Well, the Bible tells us that we're all sinners, all of us. We all sin, everyone but Jesus. And it says that the wages of sin, the the consequence for sin, is death. Sin is a big deal. Sometimes we joke about it or we make light of it, but sin is a big deal. It's a life or death issue. And it's an issue that we all struggle with. See, God is a holy, perfect God. And since we are sinners, we cannot be in his presence while still covered with our sin. So Jesus became the sacrifice for sin. Scripture also tells us that without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness. If you remember, if you've read in the Old Testament, that there used to be a sacrificial system. People would sacrifice an animal. They would shed its blood as payment for their sins because the punishment for sin is death. Well, what we're going to see, and we're going to peek over here for a minute into the book of Romans. In Romans chapter 4, we're going to get a little glimpse that Jesus is our sacrifice. He was the sacrificial lamb. Remember, we talked about the Passover lamb. In Romans chapter 3, starting in verse 23, it says, For everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glorious standard, yet God in his grace freely makes us right in his sight. He makes us clean. He did this through Christ Jesus when he freed us from the penalty for our sins. For God presented Jesus as the sacrifice for sin. Now, people are made right with God when they believe that Jesus sacrificed his life, shedding his blood. So this day that we're going to read about in scripture, this is the day that the payment was made. Jesus took our penalty, our consequence for our sin so that we can be clean and we can be in God's presence. We can be in God's kingdom forever. So let's read about this day. Let's hear what happened. Remember yesterday when we finished, the soldiers had gotten hold of Jesus. They're they're beating him. They're preparing him for for this next step, for crucifixion. So we're going to start in verse 32. It says, Along the way, they came across a man named Simon, who was from Cyrene. And the soldiers forced him to carry Jesus' cross. And they went out to a place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. The soldiers gave Jesus wine mixed with bitter gall, but when he tasted it, he refused to drink it. 
After that, they nailed him to the cross. The soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. Then they sat around and they kept guard as he hung there. A sign was fastened above Jesus' head announcing the charge against him. It read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two revolutionaries were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. The people passing by shouted abuse, shaking their heads in mockery. Look at you now, they yelled at him. You said you were going to destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. Well then, if you are the Son of God, save yourself and come down from the cross. The leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the elders also mocked Jesus. He saved others, they said, but he can't save himself. So he's the king of Israel, is he? Let him come down from that cross right now, and we will believe him. He trusted God, so let God rescue him now, if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. Even those revolutionaries who were crucified with him ridiculed him in the same way. Let's pause there just for a second. Could Jesus have come down from that cross? What do you think? Yes. Yes. He is God's son. He could have come down. He could have called for God to rescue him. He could have called down angels to free him. But he did not. He understood that this was what needed to happen so that our penalty, our consequence would be fulfilled so that we could be clean and right with God. Now let's pick up at verse 45. It says, At noon, darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. At about three o'clock, Jesus called out in a loud voice. He said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why have you abandoned me? Some of the bystanders misunderstood and thought he was calling for Elijah. One of them ran and filled a sponge with sour wine, holding it up to him on a reed stick so he could drink. But the rest said, wait, let's see whether Elijah comes to save him. When Jesus shouted out again, and he released his spirit. At that moment, the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook, the rocks split apart, and tombs opened. The bodies of many godly men and women who had died were raised from the dead. They left the cemetery after Jesus' resurrection, went into the holy city of Jerusalem, and appeared to many people. The Roman officer and the other soldiers at the crucifixion were terrified by the earthquake and all that was happening. And they said, this man truly was the son of God. As evening approached, Joseph, a rich man from Arimathea who had become a follower of Jesus, went to Pilate and he asked for Jesus' body. Pilate issued an order to release it to him, so Joseph took the body and wrapped it in a long sheet of clean linen cloth. He placed it in his own tomb, which had been carved out of a rock. He then rolled a great stone across the entrance and left. Both Mary Magdalene and the other Mary were sitting across from the tomb watching. 
The next day, on the Sabbath, the leading priests and Pharisees went to see Pilate, and they said, they told him, Sir, we remember that the deceiver once said, while he was still alive, that after three days I will rise from the dead. So we request that you seal the tomb until the third day. This will prevent his disciples from coming and stealing his body and telling everyone he was raised from the dead. If this happens, we'll be worse off than we were at first. Pilate replied, take, take guards and secure it the best that you can. So they sealed the tomb and they posted guards to protect it. All right, we're going to stop right there. I want y'all to see, did y'all hear? Did you hear what happened when Jesus died? Did you hear what happened? God is showing his power. It says the whole earth went dark. It was dark over the land for three hours. And then when Jesus died, the curtain in the temple was torn from top to bottom. Do you know what that curtain did? That curtain separated the most holy place, the place where God's presence was. It kept anyone from being able to enter God's presence. The only person who could go there was the high priest, and he could only go once a year after making the proper sacrifices. When that curtain was torn away, we are now given access to a holy God. We can now enter his presence. And y'all, when this happened, the earth shook, rocks split apart, and tombs opened. We see God's resurrection power even in this moment. It was so crazy, all that was happening, that those soldiers, those ones who had been there, who had mocked him and beat him, they looked at what was happening and they said, this man truly was the son of God. And y'all, he's just getting started. They've put a tomb, they've put him in a tomb, they've put a stone in front of the tomb, they've sealed that tomb and put guards in front of it. Now I want you to listen in tomorrow so that you can hear the end of this story. God is showing his power. Y'all, let's celebrate today in the midst of this that seems dark and sad. But y'all, we have been given access to God. We have been made clean because of the sacrifice of Jesus. That is something to celebrate today. Father God, Lord, we love you. Thank you. Thank you for sending Jesus. Thank you for making a way for us to be set free, for us to be clean and inviting us into your presence. God, we thank you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen.